And we know that the AFL recently uh, released its COVID-19 vaccination policy. Well, it was on Thursday last week. It stipulates that all AFL and AFLW players and program staff are going to need to be vaccinated. But how's this going to roll out within, uh, well, different states and territories? Joining me on the line right now is AFL-NT Chairman Sean Bowden. Good morning to you, Sean. Yeah, good morning, Cody. Sean, um, how is this going to roll out for us in the Territory? Are you going to need players and staff to be double-vaxxed? Well, look, obviously this is a really important issue for everyone in the football community. Uh, you know, right from the players, the staff, the spectators, uh, the wider community that watches football and comes to football, this is an issue that's going to be important to us. And we've already had the uh, the first direction from the Chief Medical Officer, which is going to apply to our staff as we're a public-facing organisation that deals throughout the Northern Territory and we're working out all of the the nitty-gritty of that at the moment. Uh, Now, as to the players and the playing group, that's something that we'll be consulting with the Territory, uh, the club presidents about. We've got a consultation tonight, we're in discussion with them and we need to talk to the players and start to get their feedback and just find out how they think this is uh, going to roll out. Uh, as well as rather than just sort of dictating to them. Mm-hmm. It's obviously a very important issue and it's something that sooner or later we're going to have to grapple with pretty pretty clearly. Yeah, and um, and I mean, as you've said there, obviously all the AFL-NT staff, they are falling under that NT's vaccine mandate, um, which does come into place on November 12. Has that all been, like, has that been sort of um, received in a fairly positive way? Yeah, it has. Uh, I'm really pleased and impressed by the the way our staff are dealing with it. Uh, and obviously there's uh, some people that need a little bit of time to think about it. They need to work through the issues themselves. And so far, so good within AFLNT. I'm pleased to report. Yeah, that's good news. Now, um, and then as you've, as you've obviously touched on with the, um, with the players and with those playing groups, it is something that obviously you'll be working through with the, uh, the different clubs. I would imagine that for some of the coaching staff as well, that they are potentially already falling under that mandate? Yeah, this is something we'll discuss tonight, and uh, I'm not sure whether they're quite under the mandate as yet. Yeah. Uh, but it's something that's been carefully looked at. I mean, the AFL have taken a terrific lead, uh, and they've they've done that because they've got a professional competition and professional players. And you're more to see, and they've got three mm-hmm. stages to how they roll out their their mandate. So we're sort of in the in probably in their third stage. So. Uh, even though we want to act as quickly as we can, we've we've got a little bit of time to learn from what the AFL are do- doing, to keep talking to the Northern Territory Government and the Chief Medical Officer and keep making sure that we bring our community with us. I think this is really important. We want to bring the community with us. We want everyone to be vaccinated, Katie. I should be clear about that. We think vaccinations are the safest way uh, for us to protect our community and also to keep the competition going. Yeah. So that's that's a fundamental. But, but we think it's really important, particularly with our remote community as well, that education plays a big role. And so we're, we're not just going to rush at this. We're going to make sure we talk to people mm-hmm. and then we're going to carefully try and put together a really grassroots, tactile sort of education program where we can get out in the community and use the, the great networks that the AFL's got in the Territory. I mean, I think your listeners appreciate that mm-hmm. we run up and down the highway and east and west and we've got, a, we've got seven or eight uh, remote development offices out there in the communities. So we want to try and 
put something together that has really complements and builds on the terrific work that's been done by the the medical services and the government. Yeah, and do you reckon that, um, you know, the reality of this is obviously AFL here in the Territory is such a huge part of life, not just for us in urban areas, but for our remote communities as well. Um, do you think that, you know, through the AFL and through some of uh, what you're talking about there that we may even see in some of those communities uh, a, a higher vaccine take-up? We want to put our shoulder to the wheel on that. We want to lean into that issue because we know that out in the communities the vaccination take-up isn't as strong as it should be. And uh, like the government, we're conscious that the Delta variant of COVID is heading our way. The rest of Australia is opening up mm. and we have to have to be really conscious of that and not and, and not live uh, in a bubble. We have to realise that we're part of Australia and also we have to realise that the remote communities are part of the Northern Territory and part of Darwin. I mean, there's an enormous uh, influx in and out of uh, people who live in the remotes and inevitably unless we put bubbles around those communities we're going to be dealing with issues around that as well. So these are big issues we've got to work through at the AFL given the, the length of the spread of our of our competition and I think with the latest data is it's nearly 25,000 people participating in AFL across the Northern yeah. Territory across a year so it's a lot of people. It certainly is. And, Sean, uh, we know that obviously the Chief Minister have made that most recent announcement this morning, um, sort of talking about the testing regime and, uh, and you know, what some Territorians will have to do if they are planning on travelling around Australia. Do you think that any of that is going to have an impact on AFL here in the Territory? Talking, I suppose, about those remote communities, but also I know that you do have some players uh, coming in from other states for some of those, um, you know, for some of those different grades. Yeah, we have to work through that. I haven't got fully across the announcement this morning, but it's a big issue, people coming in, and there's a number of people, uh, including the great Eddie Betts, who are in uh, quarantine at the moment, yep. who want to play football in the Northern Territory, love Northern Territory football. And we want them here. We want them to come and play. But if we don't have a fully vaccinated playing cohort and we do have COVID in the community, it's hard to say, see, see how we will be playing. So we have to start to prepare now for that and find our pathway to, to the future, in effect. Yeah. Hey, Sean, just finally, so what really is the first step from your perspective, you know, when you talk about uh, talk about that, um, the vaccine rollout? And I know that you said that you want to make sure that the AFL is speaking with all of those different clubs and liaising with all the clubs. What's the first step from your perspective? It's to talk to our club presidents, the people who are out there uh, on the front line with our community, uh, we've got a really great relationship with the presidents and we need to uh, listen to them. They're the ones talking to their players and their volunteers. See, volunteers is another one, Katie, that's yeah. in here. Uh, there's, there's hundreds of volunteers every week down at the footy helping out. Uh, there's umpires. Umpires, are, you know, they're, they're the lifeblood of our game. We can't play without the umpires. So we have to listen to the presidents, the stakeholders. I'd also like to hear from the coaches and the captains. Uh, they're the leaders out there in the community. Yep. So that's probably a second step we need to get out to. So we've got some work to do in the next seven to ten days. Uh, also want to keep talking with the Chief Minister and the health leaders, uh, particularly the Aboriginal Medical Services who've been terrific support and uh, working really well with us. We want to talk to them and work out how our cohort and our, how people who have brand recognition and have respect out in the communities can get out there and help spread the message. So we're getting that message out there. It's really important to get vaccinated. Uh, if there are issues, we'll find some of you to talk to so you can talk it through.
but let's get vaccinated, let's protect ourselves and our family and our friends, and let's keep playing football. Well, Sean Bowden, we really appreciate your time this morning, and it does sound as though the AFL is prepared to take um, you know, a real lead here and, and try to get out to those communities, try to, um, to be part of this so that we can make sure that those communities and also all around Darwin that we reach the vaccination rates that, we've re- that we require. Yeah, thanks, Katie. I mean, if we can help, we absolutely will and we'll do everything we we can to to assist. Thank you, Sean. I appreciate your time this morning. Thank you.